Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the next installment of our podcast series, Global LPG Conversations. My name is David Appleton, and I am based out of Argus, Singapore. Uh, in this episode, uh, I'm with our China team, and who are covering LPG, that's uh, Cheryl Liu and Celia Chen, and they're based in, in Shanghai. Good morning, uh, uh, Celia and Cheryl. Hi, good, morning, good morning, David. Um, and we're going to discuss today uh, the Chinese market. Obviously, China is the biggest importer in the world of LPG, now close to 20 million tons or so. And this is a very interesting time to look at the Chinese market. And we often talk about the developments in uh, propane dehydrogenation and how that's really been a key demand center. So we will cover that. But also, we are now in the run up to the Lunar New Year, which is obviously an extremely important uh, festival in China. And that can also uh, have an impact on, on the wider market. So we're going to have a bit of a chat also about what's happening on the the energy side in terms of residential industrial demand. So we're going to start there. And if Celia, can I, can I ask you just to give us an overview about what you've been seeing in terms of the wholesale demand within China and the trends? And, and is it really the case that this period before the, the Chinese New Year makes a big difference um, to, to the market? Uh, actually, in China, uh, we August come up with a per river, in, uh, per river index to represent the wholesale market performance. Uh, this this uh, index is uh, assessed based on the main consumption center in Guangdong, uh, locate, uh, this including six major import terminals and uh, their annual distribution uh, volume is more than 5 million uh, tons. So this price index recently can reflect the current market dynamics in uh, China. Um, actually, we recorded the historical high level uh, of uh, uh, per river index since it's assessed from early last year uh, because uh, recently the seasonal demand is coming and also we saw some natural gas shortage in the market and uh, especially uh, when the cold, uh, cold temperature uh, comes in the early January so the seasonal demand are uh, very bullish in Chinese market especially in south and east part and uh, also we saw some refineries they are cutting their uh, LPG supplies uh, to the residential sector because of this natural gas shortage, because they uh, burn their self-produced gas to replace some uh, natural gas in order to uh, maintain the uh, residential supply in the city gas system. So that's uh, strongly support the wholesale prices uh, in past few weeks, right. yeah, and is uh, that trend common in the the winter season to see this replacement of natural gas, or, or is it unusually high this year? Do you think? Yeah, this is unusually high because in past, uh, especially in in last year, uh, yeah, normally the demand is uh, strong, but uh, is not as short as this year, especially in the natural gas system. Because now it's so in the past few weeks, several uh, refineries really cut heavy 
for the uh, wholesale supply from their system, uh, like Sinopec, uh, PetroChina, their systems, they uh, replace uh, natural gas uh, with their self-produced LPG. Yeah. Okay. And is That's, this is this also led to more imports as well? Um, imports is keep also keep um, uh, prices. Uh, the import terminals, their price also quite strong because last arrival uh, in past few weeks. Um, one reason is uh, some cargoes delayed because of this uh, Panama Canal uh, uh, delay. Yeah, and also um, some of the PDH uh, plants they are still running high. And also, um, the market propane supply is very short. Okay, and then you mentioned that the prices have been higher. Um, just could you expand a little bit, a bit on that? What are we seeing in terms of the pricing trend? Yeah, currently the uh, seasonal demand is still there, uh, but because of this uh, um, high price, already attract uh, more refineries to generate uh, to maximize their. Uh, LPG production to capture these high prices at this moment. Um, and in addition, currently uh, the uh, weather is getting warmer. Okay, yeah. Yes. And uh, also that's uh, uh, some seasonal demand uh, weakening a little bit. So okay. that's uh, make the price started to uh, fall down. Okay. Yeah. And then with um, the, the Lunar New Year is obviously um, the second week of February this year. Uh, so that week is say from around the 10th of February, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And what what are your feelings about when we will see a reduction in activity and the market become quiet? Is that going to happen, say, this week or next week? Or what do, when do you think that will happen? Yeah, actually, this currently this uh, currently I heard some mixed view on that. Uh, from demand side, um, the demand is uh, maybe not as bad as what happened last year because of the COVID-19 breakdown and uh, has the cross-country lockdowns. And uh, this year, only several provinces in the north part of China have these COVID-19 lockdowns, and this may influence some uh, residential uh, demand all, as well as uh, the logistics. Uh, but uh, not as bad as uh, last year. That's the good thing. Another uh, support for the demand is uh, because this year government encouraged those migrant workers not to travel during the Chinese New Year. Uh, yeah, because of this COVID-19. And that's uh, support for the residential demand. But commercial demand weak still because no family um, dinner together outside mm -hmm. and that's uh, yeah will uh, continue to curb the demand from commercial side. Okay so a bit of a change in the behavior because of the, the COVID situation will worry. Yes. Yes. Okay great uh, fantastic thank you Celia and then um, if I can just move to you Cheryl uh, if you could just talk about a little bit around the the non-energy side and obviously uh, we've seen enormous developments in, in PDH in 2020, a number of new plants have come online, um, and that's something that we we understand is going to going to carry on. 
what how is the situation now what's the with imports and and pricing and so forth and developments so what's the view from the, the pdh side um, in the first half of 2021, we estimate that there will be three pH plants that will start up. One is um, the Oriental Energy at Ningbo. That one um, supposed to start up at the late first quarter, but now they moved up to um, the estimate that they will start up before the Chinese New Year. So that capacity is about um, 60, uh, 660,000 per year. And another one is um, the Fujian Meida, also called Zhongmi. It's, it has same capacity of 660,000 per year. And that one, um, as we heard, they've already started trial operation. So it's probably will be started before or just after the Chinese New Year. And the third one is uh, the Shandong Jingnan uh, with the capacity of 900,000 annual um, per, per year. So that one uh, will start up in April. So in total, um, all these three PDH will need to consume about 2.7 million um, pure propane. Okay, yeah. and uh, is it just so we're clear? It's a given that all, all of that is is import requirement, right? They are they are not sourcing anything locally. Yeah, all okay. of them are. Import. Okay. I see. And then um, just linking out to the price trends we've seen on the international market, obviously, uh, as Celia mentioned briefly there, we've got this issue in terms of logistics on the global market now, particularly around the Panama Canal, which I think something nobody was really expecting. Um, do you have any feedback on how that's impacting the, uh, the Chinese uh, PDH operators? Um, we heard from some Chinese um, PDH operators that they probably will reduce their capacity if the price is too high. But most of them, since they have uh, many like the downstream um, products, so they still have profits. That will cost more if they to reduce or just shut down their PDH plant. Okay, so as it stands, um, you're not seeing uh, particularly the trend that you're expecting things to really slow down because they're, they're still able to maintain some kind of margin even in the higher price environment. Okay, yeah. I see. And then, so you mentioned the first half of uh, 2020 with three, uh, three plants and obviously we've had a lot of disruption to the global market and not just, I mean, for LPG or for, for specifically, but across petrochemical products. Looking a bit further forward, um, do we are we thinking that there will be some disruption to the the structural situation with more plants potentially being delayed or cancelled? Um, I think for China, those constructions like are pretty like steady. Yeah, so most of them will be just started on schedule or just a little bit delayed. Okay, so as it stands, um, any additional plants we're still quite bullish on and there's going to be a need for that imports uh, requirement as well. Yeah, that's what we heard from market. And then um, any thoughts on sourcing? Uh, obviously, we've got quite a mixed uh, profile of imports into China from various regions. Um, do you think there'll be a trend moving in more one direction or the other um, uh, in terms of where the LPG will come from? Um, as we see from the previous uh, month that after the U.S. Trend, uh, U.S. Uh, tariff to being waived, that more cargoes coming from the U.S. And when we talk to the market, um, they feel like 
because there's the policy is not clear right now. They don't know after the March if the, the wave will still be there or it will uh, have the tariff again. So I think most of them are waiting to the Biden to be um, to be the president, then to decide like to see what's the policy. And some of them told us that uh, when they signed the contract with um, the origin of US, that they have some way to say if the, uh, they will have the tariff again, then the contract will be canceled. Okay, so there's kind of an insurance there if the, if the waivers come back. Um, all right then. But uh, if I understand correctly, the view from Chinese industry is that they just don't know whether after March they will have an extension of the waiver. No, they, they yeah. Okay, I see. Um, all right then. Well, thank you very much to both of you. That was a really uh, nice overview of what's going on, and uh, it'll be great to check in again uh, later in the year with further developments. So, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you.